I'm Rod Alesco, and you're listening to Folk Music Notebook, and it's time once again for Folk on the Water. Captain Dave Rowe and his first mate Stacy are traveling the Great Loop, a 6,000-mile journey of America by water, and they're on board their boat, the Stinkpot, and they've been doing this for a couple of weeks now. And right now they're somewhere in Canada, and by the magic of the internet, we've got Dave with us today. Hello, Dave. How's everything going? Things are going great, Ron. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, it's been about a, a little less than a week since we talked. And when we spoke to you last, you were taking a few days to uh, stay in Canada. Are, are you still up there? We're still in Canada. Right now, we are in Buckhorn, Ontario. Uh-huh. And uh, how far away is that from, like, Toronto or Montreal or any, some, any, some landmarks that we would know? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, somewhere it, we'll we'll get our maps out later. We'll we're, we're we're like uh, if you wanted to draw a, a straight line between Montreal and Toronto, uh, and then throw a dart at it and miss it entirely. That's right. We're right there. Uh, well, what's in Buckhorn? What 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 is it, what is it like? Uh, well, it's it's a cute little town that I haven't seen most of. Uh, it has a lovely lock and a, a beautiful park around the lock. Uh, and apparently there's a, a, a food town not too far from here where uh, Stacy was uh, able to go and collect our dinner. Uh-huh. Uh, but other than that, oh, I, I believe it's a hardware store. Oh, great. So great. This, uh, this whole section of, of the trip where we, once we got on the Trent Severn, um, until we leave the Trent Severn, we're basically in the middle of nowhere, Ontario, um, and it's gorgeous. I mean, unbelievably gorgeous. Last night we start, we stayed at uh, a marina that was recommended to us by one of our uh, Facebook followers. Said, "Well, you've got to go visit my friend Keith." Uh, well, what was the name of that marina, Stace? I'm blanking on it. Island View. Island View. Island View Marina. Uh, I don't think I have ever been to a place that was more beautiful. Wow. It's just stunningly gorgeous right there among islands and uh, you know, rocks that have been there for since the ice age. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it defies description. Oh. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, that's that's worth the trip right there. I mean, I, I remember you were saying a, a couple of weeks ago we were, we were talking. This was sort of a an unexpected trip to get onto this waterway. You were you had a different plan, but your boat was a little too large. So this one, I think, has worked out pretty well for you. This this route you're going, it has, it has, and you know we've we've uh, managed to get a lot of it on video, and and we've been sharing that on our Facebook page. Search for Stinkpot on Facebook, folks, and you will find us. Um, and as a matter of fact, uh, just yesterday, uh, we, we <laughs> picked up a patron. Somebody is actually, can you believe this? Yeah. He sent us money uh, because they like the content that we're putting up so much and they want to make sure that it keeps going. Uh, wonderful. Uh, and I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm, beside myself somebody would actually do that and we didn't ask for it we've never asked for it i wouldn't ask for it right. Maine, we're <laughs> self-sufficient people you know we don't ask for help we're on the side of the road with a flat tire 
and a broken axle and somebody pulls up beside us and says, do you need any help? We're saying, no, I, I can get this. <laughs> uh, no problem here. Right, right. Uh, oh. you know, that, that's, the, that's the people I'm from. Yeah. Uh, and to have, have that happen, I'm, I'm just absolutely beside myself that uh, somebody would do that for us. That's... <laughs> That is wonderful. I mean, I, I know this has got to be an expensive trip, you know, for, for a full year on a boat. I know you're trying to, you know, book some gigs and stuff, but obviously, you know, even if you're gigging every night, I don't know if it would pay for the cost of this whole thing. Uh, oh, so. especially here in Canada. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've uh, said this, but uh, everything in Canada is more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, right down to diesel fuel. Uh, we, uh, we just, we, we stayed last night at this marina. And we filled our tanks, and we weren't down that far. We took uh, 249 liters of diesel fuel, and between our overnight stay and the diesel fuel, we spent almost $500 Canadian. <laughs> wow! Wow! Which, granted, the exchange rate is in our favor, but right. still, anytime you say $500 only <laughs> in the same sentence, yeah. Oh, that's. that's... <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know much about boats, but how, how long does that fuel last you? How often do you have to gas it up? I, well, we're relatively lucky. Um, we have the ability, especially at canal speeds, which are, are slow speeds. Um, if we stayed at canal speeds for the entire trip, uh, we would only have to fuel up five times. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, but you actually would, with diesels, you never actually want to be sucking the bottom of a fuel tank because there's bad stuff down there sure. that could really gum up your engine. Huh. So we we try to keep it fresh, and and so we end up fueling up a little more often than uh-huh. we probably would with another type of boat. Now I know the Canadian highways; you can go hundreds of miles before you see a gas station. Sometimes, if it, especially in parts of Canada, what is it like on the on the rivers and the canals? Are are there relatively close places to stop? I mean, I, I imagine you're not seeing signs like last stop for gas or anything like that, are you? Yes, we are. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we went all the way. We fueled up in, in uh, what was it, Trent, uh, Trenton. And we didn't top off the tanks there because we thought to ourselves, fuel's a little expensive here. Let's see what it's like a little further up. And further up was Peterborough. Which, I mean, it, that was uh, over a week ago. That was the last time we saw diesel fuel. Wow. There's been a, a, a few stops for gasoline. And in talking to the owner of the marina last night, he was telling us that uh, with regulations and uh, uh, taxes and whatnot, which is, uh, everything's high up here, uh, he said fuel stations are dropping off of the loop or off of this Canadian part of the loop um, one after the other because they're realizing that if they take out their fuel dock and put in slips that they can actually make more money and not have to deal with insurance, not have to deal with regulations, not have Mm -hmm. to deal with this, that, and the other thing. Uh, So they're taking out their fuel docks and putting in, you know, in the area of a fuel dock where you could get three boats to fuel up, you can fit 10 boats on a slip on slips. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll pay for itself in a year. Mm-hmm. So he was he was complaining about how there isn't enough fuel on on this part of the uh, uh, the loop, and 
that he really thinks that the government should step in because Canadian Parks really is overseeing this entire area. And if people can't get fuel here, they're going to stop coming. Sure. <laughs> Or get stuck. I mean, what what would happen? God forbid, you know, if somebody runs out of fuel. I mean, you don't have AAA for boats, do you? Oh, we have something similar, but I don't know how. Uh, you know, we have what is it? Uh, boat Boat US, uh -huh. uh, which is basically AAA for boats. <laughs> uh, wow. And you know, we we, we pay uh, I don't know a hundred or hundred and fifty dollars a year just so that if we get stuck on a sandbar or something. They'll come and tow us off, and, and if we run out of fuel, they'll come and get us to a fuel station. They'll tow us. Um, but I, I don't know how well that works in sure. the willy wax in Canada. So. Well, let's hope you don't have to use it. Yeah, so one of those I, good things I can ensure is possible. You never want to take it out of the closet, right? <laughs> we we filled up this morning, and we can go 1,100 miles now. So great. We'll, We'll make, safe. To, we'll make it to Lake Michigan now. Well, great. I, I, I feel better now because we're worried about you guys. You know, we don't want anything to happen to you while you're out there. I appreciate that, Ron. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you. Do you get to meet a lot of people uh, while you're on, that, uh, on, the, on the rivers and canals? I mean, is there a lot of traffic while you're there? Oh, yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, uh, I may have mentioned this before, but we're members of the AGLCA, which is the American Great Blue Cruisers Association. Uh, and people who are members of the group are easy to spot because we all fly the same Virgie on the front of the boat. Uh, it's a flag, a little flag right. that identifies us. And if, if you have a white one, uh, you're a first timer like we are. And if you have a gold one, you've actually done a loop before. Um, and we've, we've met up with some very fine people who are also members of the ATLCA. Um, and as a matter of fact, we've been traveling with one such couple for the last three or four days. Their boat's called Sunset Drifter. Uh, John and Susan, great folks. Uh, John helped me change the oil in the boat this morning, which uh, is a two-hour affair on a boat like this. I, now I know why diesel mechanics charge so much. <laughs> yeah, It's because the work is... Uh, I, right now, I'm still shell-shocked from what I did under the decks of this boat today. I drained six gallons of oil out of it uh, and put six gallons back into it and uh it's close quarters hot day uh wearing uh one of those tyvek suits oh. that doesn't breathe when i when i took the suit off i two gallons of sweat came out of the suit with wow it's, i mean it's just incredible i think i have to get uh, myself one of those things <laughs> i gotta lose a couple oh pounds yeah there. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's it's the ultimate weight loss situation. <laughs> <laughs> but there's better ways of doing it. Well, at least the yeah. oil's changed. You got fuel, so you're raring to go. And what's the next destination for you? Uh, well, I think we're going to go to Bob Cage in Ontario tomorrow, which is not that far away. It's the next lockup. It's about 15 miles. Uh, and we hear that it's a place that you have to see. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know. When yeah. in Rome, we're, we're <laughs> going for it. What the heck? Uh, you, even though we could certainly go further. Right. You mentioned locks, and I understand you were on a, 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 a very large lock. I don't know how to describe this one. And, well, oh, baby. Uh, yeah, we took, uh, what is that lock called? The, the lift lock. It's the biggest lift lock in uh, the company, in the, well, in the world. Uh, and what is it? It's Lock 21. So that's Peterborough. It's a Peterborough lift lock. Uh -huh. 
I'm, I'm a little afraid around the edges. <laughs> That's I'd okay. Say. That's okay. Uh, and it's, it's worth going to YouTube and just typing Peterborough lift lock in and seeing what comes up because it's for all intents and purposes, uh, an elevator that lifts bathtubs, really, wow. really big bathtubs. So we drive into this bathtub that can fit, oh, probably six boats our size. And when we do that, there's another bathtub that's 64 feet above us in the air that can fit six boats our size. Oh my gosh. And these two bathtubs on great big hydraulic shafts, just like elevators, swap places. And one goes 64 feet up, and the other one comes 64 feet down. Wow. And that's how the canal continues. Huh. Uh, it's, it's absolutely mind-boggling. And we were, this is a strange thing, you know, not something we've ever done before, not something we really could envision when we were reading about it. Uh, so I said uh, to John and Susan uh, from, from Sunset Drifter, I said, let's take your dinghy up the canal, we'll go to the lift lock, we'll eyeball it, see how it works, that way we don't aren't surprised tomorrow. And they agreed, so we piled into their dinghy, we went up and, and we watched it work. Uh, and then uh, we started walking around the grounds and we got up to the top of a set of stairs and the guy who was operating the lock came out and he said, you the, uh, the, the four loopers who came up in the dinghy? And we said, yeah. And he said, uh, you want to come in and push some buttons and, and make the lock work? Huh. He said, yeah. So we went in there and, and he had us operating the lock and making the announcements. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Peterborough lift lock. Uh, please keep your hands inside the car. At all times. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you must be at least this tall to operate. Right, right, right. Uh, so anyhow, he, he showed us an entire transit of, of the lock. And then he said, if you come back tomorrow, say 10 o'clock in the morning, he said, I'll give you the real tour. He said, no one sees this. We'll go under everything and I'll show you how it works. Uh, and so when we came through, we, with our big boat, you know, this time, not on the dinghy, we went to the top, tied up after we got off the lock and he met us right there at the gate. He saw us, he was there immediately. He said, all right, I told you we'd get a tour. You're gonna get a tour. And he took us into the bowels of this thing. I thought I was going to run into, uh, uh, a, you know, a guy trying to sell me a cask of Amontillado down there. You know, <laughs> it, was, it was like it was something right out of, out of Alan Poe. We were down in, you know, <laughs> Fortunado. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Just seeing, just. There were stalactites and stalagmites in this thing. It was wow. 115 years old. It's been doing it that long, uh, and we got to see all the how all the hydraulics work, the tool room, and we got to stand under one of the, the cars, one of the tugs as it descended, and it came down right on top of us. Oh my gosh! Uh, because there's enough space under it, and and uh, you know we're standing there thinking. Oh my God! There is three hundred thousand tons of water above my head right now. Oh, oh. Of water in boats. Right, right. <laughs> you know? oh, wow. 
you know, I guess I, I'm so used to thinking of canals and locks from what I've seen. It's just, you know, it's like a, a drain that, you know, the water fills up, and you move on. But this is actually, like you said, a bathtub that lifts up. That's got to be, it's got to be frightening. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and when, you're, when you arrive at the top and the gate goes down so you can exit the lock, you drive over a tunnel that cars are driving through. Oh wow! It, become, it becomes an aqueduct at that point for a very short span. Uh, just absolutely astonishing. And I hear that we're going to be hitting a, an even more astonishing lock in a couple of days. We're going to be taking the big shoot, uh, which is apparently the only railway lock in North America, where they actually they put slings under your boat and lift it up onto this rail car and drive it up a hill and then drop it in another body of water. And they did that to prevent parasites from going from one canal to the next canal. Okay, wow. That is surprising. Wow, that's some adventure right there, I'll tell you. Well, well, that's the teaser for next time. Yeah, well, (laughs) we can't wait to hear how this comes out. I'm I'm sure it'll be fine, of course. They do this every day, right? (laughs) Except when you're you're doing it. Then that's uh, something different, right? (laughs) Oh, Uh, absolutely. I I, I mean, I think my hair is getting a little grayer. I'm not sure. This is a lot of fun, you know, regardless yeah oh it sounds like such a great time and you know, so many wonderful experiences and we're we're so happy that you're able to share these with us here and our listeners on folk music notebook uh, before we leave do you have a song that you'd like to share today i do you know i'm i'm in canada I, the canadian folk music is coming at me hard and fast as a matter of fact yesterday in a lock i was standing on the transom of the boat holding a line and uh suddenly I heard a Stan Rogers song coming at me and I started <laughs> singing along with it. I'm sure the Lockies thought I was nuts. Uh, but uh, I spent some time, uh, some, some people may know, I, I played with the Squid Jiggers for, for some time. Uh, and sadly, we, we don't play together. Uh, well, I suppose we, we did four songs together uh, three months ago, mm-hmm. but we, we really haven't been playing. Uh, but I miss my friend. And sure. I miss the music, and uh, so I I would like for you to play uh, uh, Squid Chicken Ground. Oh, I, I love that song. I remember Ed McCurdy's version of that one from years ago, and uh, it's always been one of my favorites. Well, Dave, we're going to end with that song, and uh, I guess we'll talk to you in a few more days. And uh, oh, before I uh, one more question: the Squid Jigger, your your partner in the Squid Jigger was Troy Bennett. Troy Bennett, of course. The name skipped me at the moment. Well, well, thank you and Troy. And uh, again, best of luck to you and Stacy. We'll talk in a few more days and uh, hopefully all these locks will uh, have a, a key to get you out of them. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, I'm looking for the key right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again in a couple of days. And let's uh, take a listen now to Squid Jigging Ground with Dave Rowe, Troy Bennett, the squid jiggers. Thanks again, Dave. Thank you, Ron. Oh, this is the place where the fishermen gather with oil skins and boots and cape hands batten down. Outside the dove figures with squid lines and jiggers, they congregate here on the squid jigging ground. Some are working their jiggers while But there's more lying down While all kinds
wages and boys in the bargain There's old Billy Cave and there's young Raymond Brown There's a red ranch in Torre out here in the Dory Running down the squires on the switching and Squid jigging. Squid jigging. Ground.